welcome to the Follow Me Show. You are here with your host, DeAndrea. Oh, Andrew. <laughs> Follow Me Realty. And on today's episode, which is episode 17, we are talking about entrepreneurship and toxic relationships, how you handle that and how to overcome it and tell them all to... And all that good jazz. And really quick, um, entrepreneurs, in my opinion, they are the most susceptible how do you say that? Susceptible. Thank you. Um, to toxic relationships. Absolutely. But before we get into it and dive right in, we just want to say uh, thank you for joining and to check us out on all of our other platforms. If you don't already, you can check us out really everywhere. YouTube, yep. um, on our website, Instagram, Facebook now. <laughs> SoundCloud, Twitter. iTunes. Yeah. We, we are, are everywhere. everywhere. Intentionally so. You can really find us. Just Google Follow Me Realty. Yep, you're going to find us everywhere. We're all over the state everywhere. of Florida if you're looking to join an awesome brokerage. So check us out, guys. And um, yeah, follow us. Stalk us. Whatever you <laughs> want to do. <laughs> so again, today's episode is all about entrepreneurship and toxic relationships, which is a really good one. I'm surprised we didn't do this sooner. We've talked about it a lot in other episodes, but not we, really we dived were more, in. Well, we were more focused on the real estate yeah. aspect of it and we're kind of transitioning into more entrepreneurship and overall general, success because yeah. there's only so much you can talk about in real estate contracts buyers sellers but really what it comes down to is your overall mindset and getting rid of toxic people will definitely help your overall mindset out mm-hmm. yeah definitely because when you are an entrepreneur you you know everything is riding on what you do not so much you know a nine to five clock in clock mm-hmm. out and so your mindset really has to be sharp. And so one of the first things I think every entrepreneur comes across is the fact that you have people in your life and unfortunately some of the most closest, the closest people to you can be the most toxic um, and damaging to your success if you allow them to seep into your subconscious. And so it's quite mm-hmm. common. So we're gonna talk about how you can overcome that and also our own experiences with it. So the first thing you need to do is define well, what is a toxic relationship? Am I in one? How are you even aware that this friend, spouse, family member, is, coworker, yeah, is toxic? Gym buddy. So we like to define it very generally. If they are trying to hinder your success, if they're trying to get in the way of your goals, then it's a toxic relationship and you don't need to be a part of them. Yeah, I mean, you're going to see people that who you really feel like may mean well for you. Uh, and they might even believe that they mean well, but they may just say just one thing. It might even just be a question that raises a seed of doubt. But, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a continuous thing, and you, you guys know what we're talking about, you know the kind of people that are in your life and the people that you may have had to cut out uh, that have really hindered your success simply just by the way that they talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not even talking directly to you. Maybe they're just talking about other people uh, around you all the time. And if they're talking about someone else and you hear them, then you better be damn sure that they're going to have every opportunity to talk about you and take the opportunity. Yes. And there's a great saying, you are an average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yep. If you're spending time with toxic people, do you think your real estate business is going to be successful? Mm-hmm. Do you think whatever it is you're doing, whether you're an artist, uh, whether you're a salesman, do you think you're going to be successful? Probably yeah. not because you're constantly around people that try to put off their negative energy on you. 
whether that's saying, oh, you know, maybe that's not a good idea. Or maybe they're trying to, quote unquote, help you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? You're you're tweeting a little bit too much. You're, you're pushing You're spending a lot of time just on Just a little socials. too much. Yeah, so there are a lot of ways that it can come up, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But essentially, a toxic relationship is someone, you know, actually, here's something that you might find with uh, these kind of people. When you're around them, by the time you're done, you might feel tired and drained, or you just have headaches, or, you know, you kind of avoid being around them. Or you're questioning your great idea that seemed fine to you. You were so confident five minutes ago about. Yeah, Yeah. and all of a sudden, you're like, you know... I don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. And let's 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 understand what you can and cannot do. You can put anything you put your mind to. Henry Ford was an idiot. He was a dropout. He didn't understand basic communication. Same thing with Albert Einstein. You go down the list of many, many entrepreneurs, whether it's Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Tony Robbins, Dan Pena, mm-hmm. Grant Cardone. They're all helpless and homeless at one point in their career. Yep. Do you think that they were like overwhelmed with confidence at that time? No. So it doesn't matter who you are. Whatever you put your mind to, you can do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at, there comes a certain point with every successful entrepreneur uh, where you say, okay, these kind of people are not the kind that I want in my life, but it, it may not be one definitive moment. It might not be just this, you know, spark all of a sudden you wake up and maybe it is but a lot of times it's because you've seen a series of unsuccessful situations or what have you just given the people that you're around that you say okay this really isn't good for me and it takes a lot of courage to not only recognize it but then do something about it so it takes a lot of courage to start breaking away from those relationships so who are these people and we talked a little bit about it but aunties cousins uncles bus drivers Every, I mean, really, okay, so imagine how many people that you encounter on a day-to-day basis, and not just close people, but mm-hmm. people that you just, you know, you run into, or maybe you see every day. Maybe you see them on the elevator, you know, maybe you see them in your office, and they're those people that, you know, you'll say something, hey, I have this great idea, or what do you think about this? And, you know, one of the things that actually will help you identify these people is just if you're opening uh, yourself up a little too much or too freely about your ideas or your thoughts and and they're positive and then they're the first people to knock you down. So who are they? Um, They're Sometimes they're your husband. Sometimes they're your wife. Yes. (laughs) Your boyfriend. Your girlfriend. And again, guys, this isn't to necessarily bash anyone, but I mean, it happens, you know. Yeah, it does. I, I can tell you from my personal experience, being completely honest, there have been some times where there have been people that have told me things, and I'll say, you know, I don't know, I'll just say something that, not not meaning to be demeaning, but I'll say something, and then later, you know, Drew and I will talk, and he's like, you know, that wasn't really necessary, or your call to say, and then vice versa, mm-hmm. and they go, wow, you're, you're absolutely right, but the people that consistently say it all the time, and again, that can be your spouse. Yeah. It can be your brother or your sister. Your lover. Your, your other, your side chick. Yeah. It can, it can, I yeah. sure hope if you have a side chick, they're actually elevating you and not... She is. She is. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad she's a positive reinforcement she's in your blonde. life. She's blonde. She's about 6'2". She's a little tall. I prefer redheads. A little tall. A little tall. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that uh, your, your spouses, because they are the ones that are closest to you, you know... 
let's say you're endeavoring, you know, for us, for instance, we have a lot of real estate agents. If you're spouse, one of the things that we actually ask uh, during the second part of our orientation is, are you married or are you committed to someone? And sometimes that kind of puts people off because they're like, why are you asking yeah. me this question? But, you know, it's for a reason. And then the second question, a follow-up question to that is, do they support what you do? Are they supportive in the fact mm. that you're doing uh, real estate? Sometimes they're going to say, or most of the time, everyone will say, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, that's a personal question that's mm. really to make you think, well, yeah. are they? Because if they're not supportive in it and you see them all the time and you start to tell them about a situation and they're not being very supportive with you, then... Um, you know, that's going to creep into your mind, especially if it's your spouse. Especially so, if it's your spouse. Yeah. And who else is it? Well, I mean, it can be your parents. It can be, you know, your best friends. Mm -hmm. And the questions you want to ask yourself is, how do I feel when I'm around them? Am I, am I anxious? Do I have anxiety? Am I avoiding certain questions? And you know, now mm -hmm. listen, deep down inside, you know. Do I feel like I have to over-explain myself yes. with everything that I say? Do I need to get approval from this person to make a decision in my life? What are they going to think when I tell them X, Y, Z? Those are the kind of people that you want to avoid. Uh, and those are very toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. And so that was we something had that we had, to, we had to come to terms with. And actually something I want to talk about at the end and exactly uh, how to cut ties with those kinds of relationships. But we've experienced that ourselves in a very deeply personal level. Um, so, yeah, it can be your spouse. It could be your family. It can be your parents. It can be, you know, like Drew said, your cousins that you see, you know, at family get togethers and you start to tell them something because you're so excited about the project you've been working on. And then you tell them and they say, or sometimes they don't say anything at all. They just go, mm. oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So how yeah. is that working out for you? Those kinds of, you know, remarks. Little so, remarks, little yeah. vibrations. Mm -hmm. There was something that I mentioned mm. on my Instagram story earlier was that there was a fellow real estate agent uh, that I was talking to and he and I were like really good buddies and he was doing really well for, for himself in real estate and everything was great. Like he, I was bouncing ideas off of him. And and she was about person. to leave me for him. I it was, was really good. definitely not. Um, no, but he was very hot, yeah. really nice guy. You know, you know, in real estate, you have a lot of different relationships and partnerships. You're talking to people and you're bouncing ideas. And I think it's a fantastic thing to have, especially in real estate. You should, you know, cooperate with one another. But I told him in the spirit of sharing and entrepreneurship, I said, yeah, yeah sharing. sharing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I told him, yeah. So I, um. I, I'm the we're gonna start a real estate company me and Drew are gonna start a real estate company and his first response was silence and the second one was why would you do that and I said why why would I do what and he said why would you start your own real estate company and I didn't even get to the fact that we had planned on starting a real estate company that was gonna massively blow up I mean I just had a real so he yeah. was already just thinking small real small. estate brokerage his voice was just laden with with Doubt, doubt and, and yeah. his own insecurity but it actually seeped into my subconscious mm -hmm. enough for me to kind of like shake it it was kind of like a slap I remember in the that. face yeah, and you, I went you're upset you I was rubbed it wrong, the wrong it way you're like, why would he say way? that and he's I, so hot yeah I sat there and said that oh he's so hot why would he say that to me no I didn't um, but 
I, I couldn't understand why anyone, especially a fellow realtor, would say mm-hmm. something like that. And if if that had that much power to be that negative in, in one um, comment, then I knew that I couldn't really carry on with that and progress forward and then succeed mentally and then otherwise in that. So it was really frustrating. Spiritually. Spiritually. Physically. Emotionally. emotionally <laughs> realistically. So, yeah, it kind and, of bummed me out. And I, I want to talk about um, an, another example of, you know, toxicity. Um, not system of a down, but, you know, toxicity. I like that song. Chop suey. Yeah. No, it's toxicity. Some people that are listening to, to this, maybe you're new to real estate. May, you know, maybe you're sick of the status quo. You know, you, you're sick of doing the normal nine to five not that there's anything wrong with that but you want something different you want to have control of your time you want to have control of your money and you're going to go get your real estate license because we deal with a realtor so why not talk about it yeah. you're going to go get your real estate license don't tell a soul God, do not so do not tell a soul because the first thing they're going to do is like real estate who would buy a house from you how are you going to sell houses yeah, no, but seriously, it, it could be that yeah. one question that they have. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and again, and when getting your taking your state exam, don't yeah. tell anyone, especially if you know you have toxic relationships around you. And I can talk, you know, I mean, growing up in my life from personal experience. I mean, I remember when I was younger. You know, I come from Hawaii, um, a small country town up in the mountains. Now people are like, oh my god, you live in Hawaii, blah blah blah. It's okay. not what you guys think. Yeah, it's, so basically... It's not the aloha. Well, I mean, it's aloha, but it's so, not the palm trees. Yeah, yeah. So volcano. I, I come... Yeah, I come from a little country town in Hawaii. And uh, I remember when I was younger, talking to a lot of my... Great town. ...friends, you know, and saying, you know, I was going go to go to Duke University. I was going to go to the mainland. I was going to travel. I was going to go to Europe. And, you know, they all laughed at me. They're like, you know, you're, you're an idiot, you know? I mean, and this was my friend's dad said, oh... My, you know, my son works way harder than you, which is true. But he, yeah, he worked harder than me, wow. like as far as like you know, digging ditches and stuff like that. I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be a salesman and make a lot more money than that. Anyway, so I, I had people that you know laughed at me, you know, and said, you know, Drew, what do you, how, how are you going to do that? That's the first thing they say. Well, well, how are you going to do that? Like, well, I'm, I'm not sure. Let me, let me raise your hand. Let me pull out my, that. my. My binder. How are you gonna do that? And let me pull out, you know, my my, my twenty step food. plan right now, and to let you know. Let me show you my business plan. Yeah, exactly. So this person who's giving me absolutely no capital yeah. to do it. So these yeah. are all common things that you're gonna hear with toxic people. Now, the reason it's so important in entrepreneurship, like we said earlier, is because you are now an entrepreneur. You are the boss man. It's you and you, or mm-hmm. boss lady. Yeah. You know, because we because it's all politically correct now. Um, it's between you and you. You know, you're not you're not answering to your boss. You're not answering to your manager. You're not answering to anybody. Mm-hmm. So you don't need those seeds of doubt from morons mm-hmm. that want to stop you from yeah. achieving your goal. Yeah. No, it it happens a lot, and again, it happens in all aspects and all endeavors. I mean, I really could go on and on and on and on about the kind of things that we have heard personally Mm -hmm. you know and even with some of our agents i've had some agents tell us you know i've had you know typically they haven't talked about their spouses not 
approving so much as other real estate agents. So to kind of give you guys like a, a, a background, like we said, we're an online real estate brokerage and we're fairly new. And so you'll have a lot of real estate agents. New and huge. Yeah. A lot of real estate agents will say, well, you you need more one-on-one support you oh, know, yeah, face-to-face. I actually had an agent. Yeah, we, one, of, one, of our, one of our agents, one of our old agents, uh-huh. um, he, he was new and then he had some other agents. <laughs> Giving them some unnecessary okay, so, information. So if anyone's watching, she was like, I... I I'm like, hey, bring bring the vodka, uh, bring the Bloody Marys. And we'll I, make it right live. She's like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm just going to make but it. But now drink. she's taking mine, run on camera. And okay. it tastes anyway. amazing. Anyway. No, but yeah, so uh, we had an agent that he was, I think, he didn't really say he was discouraged, but I can tell he was a little bit discouraged because there were uh, other agents that were talking to him that were not with our company and said, you know, I don't think that this virtual brokerage is right for you because you know i think that what you really need is someone who's going to be there to guide you xyz yada yada and so this person wasn't really offering him any solutions he wasn't saying hey join my company and join my team and i can help you that you know in all honesty i know that he was saying something contrary to our company but if he was actually offering him solutions that's fine yeah then hey more power to yeah, you because if you really want to learn but i'm taking the time it was on a saturday to talk to this agent and i'm like listen there aren't a lot of brokers who are going to do this mm-hmm. and not to say that it's like better or worse but just to say that i'm actually i'm taking the time to show you the ropes and, and show you how real estate is Versus someone who's basically just being a naysayer and saying, yeah. you know, oh, you shouldn't have it like I've, this, but he I've, wasn't providing any solutions. It's the, you know, it's the 21st century, and I've never heard of anything online before. Yeah, like we're the Whoa. first online real estate Whoa. brokerage. Stay away from those online things. Yeah. Don't and give so, your credit card out online. That's crazy. You know, and so I actually want to jump right into the warning signs, and I know we've actually been talking about quite a few of them, but there, yeah, it's kinda, you know, there are some red time. flags to, to look out for. Uh, like I said, like when you start to talk to somebody about your, your endeavor or your new position or your new venture, whatever it is, and there's it's met with a lot of silence, that makes you feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've had this personally from very, very personal people in my life that have just sat back and listened and said absolutely nothing. Oh, they stare at you like... Yeah, the stare. You, you know, and, and a lot of times it comes from their own insecurity. Because... Or their jealousy because they think they're better than you at that moment. And mm-hmm. until you start doing something that is greater than them and that forces them to look inside themselves. Well, I was going to say that. Or it's that, you know, a lot of people think that they're helping you or they're saving you from something because they didn't actually take the steps uh, for whatever it is that they wanted to do and so they look at you like you know well you can't do it because in their head they're thinking because I didn't do it and so these are these things might sound kind of old hat or or cliche but it's true Mm -hmm. I mean a lot of times you're going to have people that just say things because they themselves could not commit the time or they didn't they didn't put the effort necessary to do what it is that they wanted to do and so they they want to diss on yours and again sometimes it's intentional and sometimes it's not they're just they think that they're saving you so there's grant talks about this grant cardone he talks about like Uncle people G. say this in this really covert way like hey you know you might not want to do this hey, just, you know just i just want to help no, you man. i just want to help you out hey 
the people in the back, you know, they're starting to wonder. They're starting to wonder questions. about what I mean, you're doing. And people have questioned me my whole damn life. I mean, you know, from, from the yeah. time I was crawling. The, the, yeah. The fact that you called me today about something. What? I don't know. You're toxic. What? I'm definitely <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, Ransom? I didn't. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they're going to be. So some of the warning signs you're going to see is, like I said, you're going to get the silence. You're going to be met with silence when you tell them all this stuff. You know what? As a matter of fact, there was something that Brian Rose of London Real, check him out on Twitter. Brian is awesome. He is a Dan our Pena friend, mentee. Yeah. It's our friend love Brian Rose. Brian. Love you, Brian. I love the things that he talks about and the people that he interviews. Um, he has a, a podcast, People Worth Watching, and he also has an accelerator course. Brian's awesome. Yeah. But something that he said in his TED Talks I really liked, he said that uh, he was uh, in the. He was on Wall Street. He was a financial. He was an investment banker, uh, and financial analyst, if I'm not mistaken. And he said that he went from that whole life of investment banking on Wall Street to doing something he really loved, which was podcasts. He it's uh, people worth watching, and he was really excited to do it. And so he started to share his podcast, London Real, on Facebook. Um, and what he found, and this is actually something that happened to us when we started the Opera Realtor, he said that he was shocked when he only received like one or two likes yeah. on his post. He had, he had about maybe five to 6,000 um, friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, and he sent a friendly email. Hey, could you please like, right. um, like my new podcast thing? And, and then, lo and behold, yeah. there was like really a, a serious lack of response. And so... Although that might not necessarily be defined in your opinion as toxic, mm-hmm. it is toxic because it's the seeds of doubt. You know, it's that no one's liking this, no yeah. one's responding. So it starts to make you think it's not good enough. But And the way he put it was, he put it like this. People want to see you as Susie Homemaker. They want to see you as, um, mm-hmm. you know, Patty that works in the drive-thru. But once you step your game up, you know, they're not comfortable with that. At all, because it forces people to look at themselves and be like, "Well, what am I doing?" Yeah, you know, Susie, that used to you know walk the streets, she's now a multi-million, multi-millionaire entrepreneur, and not from being a prostitute. Mm. Um, no, it's true. And you it's can true. imagine somebody who comes from investment banking. He comes from that industry, and he's super successful. And then he jumps on over to podcasting. His the crowd and the people that knew him as an investment banker. Now he's saying, hey, can you check out my podcast? They're like, we don't know you in this light, so we don't identify with it and we're not going to support it, which is really unfortunate because that happens a lot. I can tell you when we first started, not we, when I first started as a sales agent and we started to amp up, like I was doing open house events and I was doing all this stuff. I started to initially. And I did did all the marketing. All the marketing. I did all the social media. And and people used to laugh at us. Yeah. So on Facebook, I used to share all of the the open house events and everything. And I was like really excited to tell my network about it. Mm -hmm. And I would get no likes. And I thought, this is so strange. Like, not that... It was just nobody was really engaging with it, which is well, fine. I mean, the, not not only were they not engaging, they were joking us. So there was actually one person, and he keeps sticking out in my mind. I feel like I have to say this, that we went to a, I don't know, it was in our neighborhood. So we live in this really, we lived in this very cookie-cutter neighborhood. Um, it, and I love it, 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 it. Have you ever, wa- if you ever watched, I mean, okay, so if you're in Florida, it's not a big deal. But if you're not in Florida, 
There's a lot of these step for wives. There are a lot of cookie cutter yeah, neighborhoods. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Anyway, so we went to, it was like some, I want to say it was like a block party in our neighborhood. And everybody knew everybody on the street. You know, even my mom lived on the same street. And so we go to this, uh, I don't know, somebody's birthday block party or whatever. And Drew was saying some, uh, a gentleman for lack of a better, a nicer term, said to Drew, you know, Drew was like, yeah. He's like, so what have you been up to? And Drew said, well, I'm working on, you know, I've been, he said, I've been working. I just said, you know, I'm working. And he's like, oh, what are you working on your tan? (laughs) That right there. That is so toxic if you don't have the mind to counter that. And so, and then it wasn't only him, it was other people. I'm like, work, they're like, work, you work. What do you work? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. To, I don't work at McDonald's. I'm not a nine-to-fiver. I'm an entrepreneur. There's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's. But I'm sorry I'm not a nine-to-fiver. Sorry no, I'm there, not doing no, no, it no, this no. way. There's nothing. No. No. I'm just. That's, that's, that is an awesome company that has the most franchises in the world. So it's If it's not say. a traditional work environment. Whatever. Home Depot. People. Yeah. Yeah, people automatically assume that it's not uh, justifiable. So in real estate, and you know, I think it's changed drastically from when we first started in sales because we were pushing social media a lot when mm, we first started. That's true. And you, we were a team, you know, we're, even though we I was the sales agent. Yeah, yeah. We, trailblazers for sure because I was the one who was like doing the sales and negotiation aspect. Drew was doing all of the marketing, so he was spending all of his time doing all the marketing right Mm. and so a lot of people were like well he's not working and it's like you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes and then all of a sudden things started to pop Um, we got calls from uh, television networks to be on TV shows Uh, we were on radio um, but the thing is (laughs) we were on radio we were on all this jazz as a result yeah and then next thing you know people are like oh well actually yeah People started to, um, you know, ask who who did all of our marketing and all the design and everything. But you know, a lot of it took hard work. So the point is, if you have uh, any kind of business and you're committing a lot of this time, or you know, again, you have an idea and you have people around you who do not, it's okay if they don't agree with it. In my opinion, they don't have to agree with it. Yeah, they but- don't have to support it, but they don't have to diss it. And a lot of times by their very proximity to you, Mm -hmm. again, we're talking about everyone, but like the closest people to you can be the ones that are the most damaging. If they are in close proximity to you and even their thoughts, even if they're not saying it out loud, if their thoughts are (laughs) destructive by nature, like they'll never make it or or Mm -hmm. why are are they doing X, Y, Z, it is going to have a damaging effect on you. And we're talking about generally, we're not even talking about the most insidious kind of toxic relationships. People who deliberately hold you down because they don't want to see you yeah, succeed. Yeah, Guys, we're not even talking about that. We're not even talking we're about even abusive talking about people, which, which we have dealt with. And these are the narcissists. These are the, the people that really don't want to see you succeed. They're all, I mean, toxic people comes in all shape and si- shapes and sizes. Um, but some of the people that you may encounter are just deliberately keeping you down in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. It, it, <clears throat> excuse me. It's, it sab- you know, they try sabotage. to sabotage you. Yeah. Which leads me to... Well, let's talk about what are we going to do with it? Exactly. How, how do you prevent this from happening? Well, the first thing is you leave them and you just say adios. But 
how do you get to that stage where you can say adios? Sometimes it's not that easy. You know, it's it's not e- as easy as just saying, well, you know what, you know, fuck you. I'm not going to be, I, I'm not going to have this person in my in my life anymore. Sometimes it simply isn't that easy. Well, I mean, most of the times it's not that easy. You, yeah. you need to work up, you know, to that confidence. You need to work up into the belief in yourself. So how do you do that? I think one of the most important things to do when you have... A, Let's just let's step aside. Let's step back from the whole toxic relationship thing before any of that. Before you can focus on what other people are doing to hurt you in a victim mentality, more so, how can you for yourself have like a guard against really any negative influences and build up the positive influences? Which is why I have this book right here. You guys are going to see this all the time in my Instagram, and I know it looks like the Bible. Have you accepted God? Have you accepted Napoleon Hill as one of your saviors? Okay, so this is... No, no, it's, it's not the Bible. I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not endorsing this Bible, necessarily, but, but at the same time, uh, this is Think and Grow Rich. And I have it here for a reason because Think and Grow Rich is, is or was the first step, for me at least, um, to getting my mind wrapped around the fact that uh, I needed to worry about myself first. Yes. And then branching out from there. Myself, my spouse... My kids. Yes. You know, and, my family. And for, and for any entrepreneur that's starting off, this is a staple. This is a must. You need to read this. There's no ands, if, buts, what's, fucks about it. Yep. You need to read it. You have to. And, and one of the things that Napoleon Hill talks about the most is the uh, susceptibility to negative influences. So at the very end of the book, he talks about the six ghosts of fear. Mm-hmm. And the seventh ghost is susceptibility to negative influences and that's what the whole toxic relationships is all about i feel like i'm like endorsing this book like buy it now for 12.95 we don't get anything it's free on itunes (laughs) but it's true i mean you can just google thinking garage pdf and you can download the copy but guys susceptibility to negative influences is what toxic relationships are all about it's that susceptibility to the naysayers and all of that and so the book in itself is just absolutely wonderful but it's one of those things where until you clear out that susceptibility to other people and their you know their their naysaying you're not really going to be nearly as successful as you can they're be. Nays- <laughs> they're naysaying. Um, you can't be as successful as you can be. It's not to say that you won't see success, but you're not going to see nearly as much success as you could until you clear it out. And so the first thing is not so much just cutting them out right away. It's getting your mind right. Getting your mind right so you can cut them out. Exactly. So break it down. Break it down. Like, what does it talk about? What are some steps you can take within that process? So before even getting to that, like I said, it's at the very end of the book, uh, susceptibility to negative influences. So the first thing to do, and this is so crucial, is first of all, as anyone, you could be a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home dad, a teacher, a doctor. Everyone needs a prostitute. Everyone needs to read this book. First thing is define what you want in your life. What exactly do you want? Because as soon as you can define it, then you can kind of pave, not kind of, absolutely pave the way to get there. So you have this definite major purpose, right? Okay, so you want to get from point A to point B. All right, so you have that goal. 
And for most people, it's a monetary goal, right? Well, you have that, but you have all of these things that happen from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where those toxic relationships start to come into play. When you first get an idea or you first first get like a desire for something, you get really excited about it, you want to share it with the world. Yeah. But as most of you probably have already seen by now, uh, when you do define something, uh, define a goal, you're going to have those people that immediately, as soon as you make that decision, they're going to go, wait a minute, you can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. You can't make 100000 in your first year. And you know, as a matter of fact, the first... Uh, the goal that I'm, most of our agents actually have, and it was the one that we ours, remember. Yeah. When we first started, we were like, okay, what do we want our first year in real estate? And I was like, six figures. We were like, what, $100,000? Mm. <laughs> we were so silly about it. We were like, okay, $100,000. And that is, I, I got to tell you. We made you, a like, shit ton more than that, right? Almost. Yeah. The first year, the first actually, year. we did really good. Yeah. Uh, gross commission, anyway. No. Um, but. Almost every new agent has that goal is a hundred thousand dollars now Okay from here to here What do you need to do to get there now? Sometimes in the very beginning you're not going to work that that number out right away, you know Or work out the plan to get there and naturally evolves But one of the first things you run into when you make that decision are the people that start to all of a sudden it's like the universe conspires for you and also against you. Yep. And that's where it's those called, toxic no, no. people show up the most. It's, and, and, and it's a universal pheno- phenomenon. It's called resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you make a decision to do something great, it's almost like the world, the universe conspires against you. And you, and you kind of have to go through those initial hits. You know, when I was, uh, it was like, I was 15 or 16 and... I was going to church and I, you know, I was saved, uh, you know, I was born again. Hallelujah. And one of the first things that the pastor said to me um. and to the, to the congregation, they said, uh, so just one of the, and this was actually in a youth group. And they said, guys, one of the first things that you're going to notice is when you become saved is how you're going to want to share the word with everyone. And I'm giving an example, you know, whether, no matter what you what you practice I think this kind of goes aligns with really everyone stop it Drew I see the look on your face but anyway when I was in high school remember this is years ago I um I said you know I was going to make this commitment to to whatever anyway Bloody Mary is kicking in so it's great (laughs) so the pastor said one of the first things that you're going to notice is that as soon as you make that commitment that decision to live this sort of lifestyle that you're gonna to have to actually have a whole new set of friends, most likely. If those friends don't align with what you, you know, with what you believe now and what you, the kind of word that you wanna to spread to other people, cause you're all, you're so excited, but you're gonna notice that a lot of people aren't as excited as you. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like a veil has been lifted, but no one else notices it's, mm-hmm. it's you. And you're like, oh shoot, now I have to, kind of like reevaluate and reassess my friends and I think the same goes for entrepreneurship because like you get so excited about this idea and yeah no one else sees what like, you oh, saw wow, you're crazy it's like the first time you take DMT you're like oh my god I see the light but no one else saw <laughs> not that I would know from personal experience but that's the kind of thing that happens you know in entrepreneurship and so those toxic relationships are going to be the first ones that show up Mm -hmm. they're going to be the first ones that go ah you know they're going to be the first ones that reach out and try to like bring you back down 
And so you have to definitely have persistence, which is the second thing uh, as far as thinking Gurich is concerned and just in entrepreneurship in general. So those are the things that you have to clear out the fastest, but the best way to do it is first make that decision, decide on what you want. And the second thing is, um, you know, be persistent and always have your affirmations ready. Like I'm going to do this no matter what anyone says. And it has to be constant. Yeah. So, so I think one of the biggest things, and we still do this today, we do this with our children. I do this with myself every day, every day, Um, every night. I wrote blogs about it. Um, I, it's in the, our Instagram stories today. In the blog, you're good enough to cold call. Yeah. So affirmations are very powerful, but they are very, very necessary and very important to your success. Mm -hmm. You can't just go through a day and not remind yourself of who you are, what you want to become and how you're going to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you get caught up, you know, in what other people say, what other people say, the news, uh, the you know, the news, and that's another thing. Shut that shit off immediately. Yeah, low another information s- diet. Low, that's another story. Yeah, but um, next podcast. Yeah, your affirmations are very important. You want to have about ten to twenty affirmations, um, pretty much saying what your goal is. You know, um, I am a top real estate agent for Follow Me Realty. Um, I make 200 cold calls a day. I'm fearless. Whatever it is, you want to constantly repeat those affirmations around your goals so that you can reach that next level of confidence. And before you know it, those words, they start to seep into your subconscious. And that's Mm -hmm. powerful because once you get into your subconscious, your brain doesn't know any different. You start convincing yourself that you actually are the man Mm because you are the man. So instead of letting these other toxic people tell you who you, can't you are, make it, you decide who you, who you are, are. exactly. Yeah. Uh, you start to tell yourself, and so the more you have your affirmations are always handy. Like you can say something once, and it goes in one ear and out the other. But I can tell you, I've had the same affirmations since September 2016 when we first mm-hmm. started Follow Me Realty. Um, I made these affirmations, and I've been doing affirmations for years, but this one I've really stuck to. And one of the things that I say at the very end of my affirmations is this. It's very, I think it's so important to, to remember this or, or, you know, to say something like this at least. I said, and it was from Thinking Gurich, um, a man whose mind is filled with fear not only destroys his own chances of intelligent action, but it is something, something along those lines. But, you know, he transmits these same negative vibrations to the minds who come into contact with him. Mm-hmm. And I think toxic relationships have a lot to do with that too, because like the kind of thoughts that people have mm-hmm. that are negative, it transmits to other people, yeah, which is why sure. it's so important to have that outer guard for yourself yeah. to say, okay, well, I'm going to stop all of that with my affirmations and with the things that I'm telling myself. So I say that to myself every single morning and every night, like, Hey, don't, not only don't let that into my brain, but don't let others seep into my subconscious and then spread that as well. Cause I think like Dan Pena said, there's nothing that spreads faster than a negative thought. Mm-hmm. And that is a great quote. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. If you want to fuck your life up, just start thinking negatively all the time. Mm-hmm. And, if then, you want and your... then you'll fuck your life up and then watch what happens in your immediate circle with these yeah. people. So Have you ever noticed, um, so let's say you're, rel- you're relatively successful. So this is people that I'm talking to right now. You know, you're relatively successful. Uh, 
maybe you drive a Tesla, maybe you make around $300,000 a year, your immediate circle of friends, they're pretty supportive, you guys all, you know, kind of have your thing going on in life, and, um, you know, you're moving forward in success. Have you ever noticed, when, when you look at maybe someone that's not successful, what do they talk about? You know, you know, what do they what, complain about? What do they complain about? They're always complaining about something. Somebody's always, always out yeah, to get someone's them. always out to get them. Um, you know, someone always did something to it to me. Um, to quote Grant Cardone, Somebody woe always did something yeah, to, to me. To quote Uncle G and Grant Cardone, woe is me, the little bitch. <laughs> exactly. So it, it's a victim and, mentality. Yeah. So so you notice be aware of, of the victim mentality. The, victim the victim mentality. mentality is a very toxic mentality. And, so, you know, a lot of times, guys, I'm sorry to say that, like, a lot of people end up falling into this and not even realize that they are that person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be completely honest. I've been that person. Oh, we've all been there before. Yeah. Okay. At one point in, I've at one been point the in time, person for sure. to, to be the naysayer, to say you can't do this or you can't have that, not even realizing I was yeah. being that person. Yeah. And you know? I've, I've done that, too, for sure. You know? And I think that's why it's so important to have those affirmations, because it makes you check yourself every single day, not every week, not every month, every day. You every have to morning check, and Am every I night. being that person? Yeah. Am I surrounding myself with people like that? But, yeah. Um, another, okay, another thing to, to, to get away from toxic people, okay? Um, this is an exercise that you need to do. So besides the affirmations, besides putting good content into your mind, think and grow rich, 10x rule, etc., mm. etc., et is you write on, on one sheet of paper, on the left side or the right side, whatever you want to do. You write, what are your goals? Okay, $100,000, get a six-pack, get laid all the time, I don't know. Whatever your goals are. Get laid all the time is a great goal. Yeah, great goal. Great goal. I went, you know, damn, high school, I missed out. It's too busy, you know, watching football. Anyway, whatever, another story. So, on the other side, you write down who you spent your day with. Um, mm. Oh, I visited Susie today. Um, I was hanging out with Jack. Um, you know, I called my mom 30, That's 40 a times. That's really good exercise. And then you look on at the end of the day you look and you look at the people you spent your time with and the conversations you've had and then you look at your goals yeah and you're gonna see what the fuck were you doing all mm-hmm. day are your goal are are your habits aligned yeah. with what your you, goals well, are well and, and then you know even for me sometimes it, a lot of times you're gonna be wow I've wasted so much time because you know if you're not working on your goals and if you're not working to better yourself and get to the level that you wanna be mm-hmm. in life then what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, for instance, like today, I spent over 12 hours in the office. And if I had walked away today and said, wow, I did absolutely nothing, like, 12 hours is a long time when you start to account. And I didn't do this today, but, I mean, if I did and I hadn't done shit and I went, okay, I was there from 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I was there until, like, 10, 30, 10, yeah, tonight, 45 yeah. tonight. And so if I looked at it and said, one, okay, it's one nineteen a.m. in the morning, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. So entrepreneurship, wow. hey, this is what you got to do. You, you, you work seven. around the clock. You work your ass up. But but next thing you know, you know you're know you driving a Tesla. You're living in a castle. You say Tesla a lot, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. I want a Maserati. So just putting that Maser- out there. You know, what, whatever luxury 
brand you prefer. And then, okay, so I want to actually wrap this up and say this. Okay, so how do you cut these relationships? How do you cut this uh, these seeds of doubt? We already talked about so a lot of it. So she cuts me off? But yeah, I did. I'm going to wrap it up here because I'm, <laughs> I'm the boss. Yeah. In America, we know as guys, there's nothing we can do about that. But anyway, go ahead. Basically. Um, But ultimately, (laughs) what we're saying is you have to identify that there are toxic relationships out there. Mm -hmm. So just putting it out there. Uh, The kind of people to look out for. um, And again, they are in your home. They're in your gym. They are on. They ride with you. They, they drive with, with you. you. They're in your brokerage. They're your neighbors. They're in your brokerage. They are within your brokerage. Yeah. It happens everywhere. Uh, some red flags to look out for. You know, there are a lot of different things that you can. And you, I mean, honestly, just us saying this, you could go back and reflect in the last few weeks of the people that have said things that didn't make you feel so great. And maybe sometimes you said things that didn't make mm-hmm. other people feel so great that you're like, I probably said something that wasn't so great. Um, and then how do you cut them off? Well, the first thing is not starting with them. You start with you. Yeah. Start with you and and what you want out of life. And write this down. What is your goal? And set a date if you want. I like setting a date. Drew doesn't really like setting the date for it. But I like putting a money goal because currency rules the world. And so like having the currency, okay, how much money do I want to acquire? What are the steps I need to get there? And who are the people and or, or what kind of people do I need to eliminate out of my life in order for that to happen? And I can tell you from us, from personal experience, we have eliminated everybody countless uh, yeah a lot of people in order to achieve the goal that we want and there is nothing more important than our goal and once we realized that everyone either fell through the, to the wayside or they off? were supportive and we were supportive of them vice versa so cutting off is super essential but you really can't cut anyone off until you really know what you want yeah until, until you make that decision um that you're going to be successful no matter what no matter what then you're not going to be able to cut people off. And you know what? You're going to realize as an entrepreneur that you're not going to have a lot of friends. So all these old friends that you had, uh, that's going to go away. So so if you know if you're if you're an entrepreneur and you want a lot of friends, then it's probably not for you. Yeah. Then, then maybe you should stick with the nine it, to five. You know they do say, and I remember somebody saying this in a negative light when I was a junior in high school. They said, "Well, it's lonely at the top." Well, now in hindsight, I can say it's not so lonely. No, it's not fucking lonely. You just find a lot of rich friends. Yeah, no, it's not so (laughs) lonely. It's really simple. And so I think one of the most essential things you can do as an entrepreneur is cutting off those toxic relationships. No matter how long it takes, ultimately, it has to happen in order for you to be super successful. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a closing uh, statement. I'm going to ask you... Don't make it too hard. I've had what, what? Yes. What can you do immediately? Let's say, let's say, okay, you know what? Hey, wow, Didi, Drew, this podcast is great. Um, I understand what you're saying. I don't know where to start. What would you say the, you know, maybe the, the top thing or the, maybe the top two or three things to do immediately? Um, I would say the first thing, I, it sounds like I'm plugging this, I gotta tell you. I was just talking, actually, I was talking to my cousin tonight. I hope she's watching. Hey, Chanel. Um, <laughs> I, I would say the very first thing to start with, honestly, is read, think, and courage. Just okay. get your mind right. The mindset is most essential. Mm-hmm. Once you read it, there's, there are so many things I could say to start with, but I would say just read the book. 
because okay. it would help you define your goal and what you want. That's the first thing I would say to do. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure uh, yes. speaking with you, uh, <laughs> Madame. Thank you. All right. It's nice ho- to meet you. I hope you all like the podcast. Guys, Comment, thank like, you. Comment, like, subscribe. Yeah. Um, join our brokerage. Shit. I mean, Hey, yeah. come on and follow come me, Realty, because as you can see, we're really awesome and we like to give really awesome We're really cool. It's pretty funny. We're, we're yeah. probably two of the, mo- the coolest people yeah. you'll ever meet. It's pretty, it's weird. I don't, <laughs> so that's yeah. it, guys. Thank you so much for joining today. Uh, we hope you really enjoyed this podcast and there will be more to follow and we will see you on the next episode. Cheers. Salute. Bye-bye. Oh, let it go.